As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Very spooky. Hey everyone, thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. But did you know that you can actually join us live on Spotify's new live audio app, Spotify Greenroom? Nothing to be scared about. Not really. Every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, you can join us for an interactive discussion about everything ghoulish and ghostly. All you have to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app and sign up for free, or use your Spotify login to join. You can also click on the link in our series or episode descriptions. And then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live, which is every Tuesday, and we'll save a spot for you by the fire. So remember... Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Hi. Happy Tuesday to everyone. I feel like I almost sang that in the happy birthday tune. Um, that's not what I was trying to do. Welcome, everyone. I'm so excited. It's another spooky Tuesday on Campfire Stories. Corinne is up here finally. Yay. Hi. Hi. <laughs> It's been a while since I've been Hello, on my everyone. own account, so I'm like, how do I do this? What's going on? <laughs> it's been a while since I've been on my own. All on my lonesome with you and everyone else in a crowded room. Honestly, this podcast has made it so that like we're never really alone. No, we never are. There's always ghosts present. There's ghosts or phantoms. There's always someone to talk to about the paranormal. I want an EMF reader. Wouldn't that be fun while we record these? Or I guess, I mean, yeah, they're being recorded, but they're live. But like when people come up and they're telling certain stories and then the reader goes like, and you're like, ooh, someone's <gasps> here for you. Yeah, that would be fun. There's a part of me that just wishes I lived in the 1920s when spook shows were a thing, spirit shows when, you know, like who were those sisters? Someone has like a cowbell or like. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, I I thought you were talking about like the radio shows where they're like faking oh, alien abductions and they've got like a whole sound crew that are like using different tools around the studio. But you're talking about the actual, basically like seance yeah. rooms where people would yes have some trickery afoot. Exactly. Exactly. Leia is chatting. Well, I think today. we do have that. It's just called going to a magic show now. No, I know, but I wish that you and I were those people. Oh. oh. <laughs> That'd be fun. Learn some sleight of hand. But it would be real. It wouldn't be sleight of hand, Corinne. We would be <laughs> mediums and giving messages of the paranormal to people in the audience. 
But um, well, I need to read a few more books and like get more in tune with myself before I think I'm equipped to to do that. I think we're close though. Yeah, we we channel things sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Bree said she sounds so much like my own kitty. Yeah, Leia's Leia's meowing behind you, Sabrina. Chatting. It's oh, so earlier today I was like working do to do on my computer. And Nick comes into the room and we were like, where'd Leia go? And all of a sudden I hear a meow and she somehow managed to get up on top of the closet, like in, like on top of the racks of clothing. Oh, she, that surprise, well, it both surprises me and it's not surprising. It's not surprising because she's a large, she's a large kitty. So I'm like, yeah, she's <laughs> got some stretch to her. Like she can really, like her length is when you hold her out, she's like half yes. your body. But also it surprises me because she's big kitty. Like- <laughs> Like chonky, like Like she pulled her weight. She had chonky kitty squeezed into places. (laughs) Yes, I love it. Okay, well, you guys, it's Campfire Stories. You know the drill. We're going to bring people up to talk about their ghost stories. There is no theme tonight, but at the end of this episode, we will pick a theme for next week. So start thinking Mm -hmm. of ideas. We'll ask everyone to submit their ideas in the chat and we'll pick before we end this room tonight. Uh, as always, we're going to invite people up to tell their ghost stories. You're going to probably freak a lot of us out. We created a discord last week. There's also a group me so people can discuss and never stop talking ghost stories after green room. And we ask that, I mean, okay, we ask this, but also take it with a grain of salt. We would love for everyone who comes up to keep their stories to five ish minutes in length, just because we want as many people as possible to come up and to share their stories because I know how many of you are already in the queue requesting to speak. It's so cool to see everyone. But just know if we don't get to you this week, there are countless numbers of weeks and also episodes of Two Girls, One Ghost to share your stories on. Hopefully infinity. Hopefully and beyond. Hopefully never die and this podcast just lives forever. And then we just get known as like those two girls, those two vampires that started a podcast Corinne, back in 2017. Don't use the word vampire on me. You know. Am I tempting you? You know how I get around them. <laughs> That's how you seduce Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> just say the word vampire. Ooh. Well, should we, should we bring people up? Yes. Okay. Okay. Awesome. And I'll I'll grab the Discord link for people too because I know some people are asking for that link as well. So I will share yes. that as soon as I understand technology, which I'm working on right now. Okay. So I'm going to bring up Kayla Holmes, and then after that, Christian Long. Kayla, you're up. You're oh, on hi. stage. Hi. Hello. Uh, hello. Hello. Oh, how? Okay. Sorry. I'm how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> We're so, you're the first one on. How exciting. Oh, it's so crazy. Oh, okay. Um, so is there a theme this episode? I don't know if there is. Nope. No, no theme. Okay. So we had talked, you guys had an episode about haunted roads and you guys talked about I-4. Yes. We've done yes. him a few times. Oh, Does yeah. Corinne ever. Yeah. Um, Florida I-4 dead zone. Yeah. yeah so um, it's really funny that that happened. Uh, I just got in a crash on the dead zone on I-4 this past weekend. <gasps> yeah. No. Are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. Me and my best friends are good. Um, it should have been a lot worse. Essentially, someone was coming off of the, um, they w- were trying to exit, and then they came back in, and a car swerved to miss them and hit me. I hit the car, and then I cranked my wheel, and I flattened out the sign and landed in a tree. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah. That's horrible. Kayla, I'm so glad you're okay. That's so- I'm shocked. 
Yeah, the fact that you're even here talking to us right now, I'm shocked. I'm so glad. Yeah, I it's it should have been a lot worse. And I got told by the state trooper and everybody, they're like, you should not have survived this. And I had two friends in the car as well. Um, and apparently I screamed, we're going, and then yanked my car. Um, so, but I just thought it was funny. And one of my first reactions after I composed myself was, I need to email TGOG. Oh my God, the fact oh that God. that was one of your first thoughts after this. <laughs> Dramatic, terrifying accident. I was like, Corinna's gonna love this. <laughs> um, we love that you're well, okay. Start for you. Yeah, no, no, we're good. I just have some minor burns and whiplash. I got cleared medically, so everything's good. But that. Oh my gosh. Lucky that I got called up. But my real story is about um, Lavinia Fisher. Um, because I think <gasps> you guys did have oh! someone six mile in. Yes. Um, well, and also I went to Wait. I went to the Charleston the old Charleston jail and she haunts there. Yes. So, okay. This is really weird because Kayla, I feel like the universe is telling me something because I just did research for an upcoming episode all about Lavinia Fisher. Get out. This is the universe saying something. So if you'd like, I'll keep it brief um, about my story, but it is the best paranormal experience I have ever had in my life. Um, So I've been, um, relatively sensitive my entire life um i it started when i was around uh seven eight eight or nine um we went to key west and we went to one of the haunted places there um we wanted to go to it was my first experience and it was near the old church that was turned into a theater um and that was pretty terrifying and i've always known i've been sensitive since and my mom was like you've always been a creepy kid (laughs) because i read like ghost novels when i was a kid um so, sorry, I'm like making dinner. So the coolest thing, um, me and my boyfriend go on ghost tours and everywhere we go, because we're a long distance couple and everything. And so that's one of the things I convinced him to do it because he doesn't like spooky stuff, but he likes the history. So he goes for the history. I go for the ghosts. It works out. And um, when we went to Charleston, I was like, we have to do it. We have to do it. And so we went around. I didn't feel anything. Everything was fine. And then we get to the site where they did the hangings for Lavinia Fisher. And they were telling us the story and I'm sitting mm-hmm. there, I'm holding on to him and he can feel my grip mm-hmm. get tighter. And I'm like, Gunnar, I don't feel good. I really don't feel good. And he was like, no, you're okay. It's okay. Like we're outside. And mind you, it's about 35 degrees because it was in February and it was at night. Obviously it was about 10 o'clock at night. So, so okay. we're sitting there and I'm like, Gunnar, I don't feel good. Like I'm hot. I'm sweating and I'm in a puffer jacket and jeans. I'm like, I'm sweating. I can't do this. And he's like, it's, it's cold outside. You're okay. You're, it's fine. And I was like, no, I don't feel good. I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. And I got these hot stabbing pains in my back and in my stomach. And I couldn't focus anymore. Like I started zoning mm-hmm. out and I was staring at the courthouse that was across the road. Cause we were sitting on the bench that was um, like the wall. It's a stone wall. That's right near the um, grounds where she was hanged. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, I don't feel good. I, don't, I can't. Uh-huh. I zone out. I start blacking out and I feel like I'm going to pass out. And I start having like really shallow breaths and I'm, I black out and all I see is this face in front of me and I didn't recognize who it was. And I was like, oh my God. And oh my there was like some kind of whisper and like a cold wind that went over me. And what? I like snapped back into it really quickly. I grabbed Gunnar. I was like, I need to go and I need to go now. He's like, the story's over. We're leaving. So we walk out. I'm shaking and trembling. I'm shaking right now talking about it. So shaking and trembling. And we walk out. And as soon as we get to my car, I look it up. And it was her face. And I legit saw Lavinia Fisher at the side <gasps> of her death. I don't know. What I did she whisper? I was like blacked out. All I saw was her face. And then 
like the cold wind and a whisper and it was gone. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. This is so freaky. (laughs) But it's also, I mean, I think it makes sense too, because like most of the people at the jail were, it was like primarily male. And there were there were some women and and some women on certain floors, but like she was kept amongst all of the men in the jail. So it, I feel like yes. it makes sense that she's kind of like seeking out another woman. Her spirit is also said to be angry. So the fact that you bl- like you know blacked out and had this such adverse reaction kind of makes sense with her spirit. Yeah, it it was. It was such a strong match. Like what I equated it to is when they were talking about how she did the um, Oleander tea. That's kind of how I felt where I was like mm-hmm. zoning out and like coming in and out of consciousness. And I was like, oh my God, is she like trying to poison me? Like what is going on? And I got this right. horrible stomach pain, like stabbing hot yeah. abdominal pain. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. I think she oh did try God. to poison you. I was like, this is the freakiest <laughs> thing. And so ever since, kind of like, we're not doing another ghost tour. You can't do that. No, we're not, we're not going through this again. And then we went to Wilmington and I did one there and I felt like I was being strangled because we were at another hanging site. Um, so you have, this is a common yeah. theme. Oh yeah. You. The same thing happened at the St. Augustine jail. Um, we were in the, um, one of the, like, oh. I guess like, I don't, it's like maximum security j- like jail cell. And we were all standing in it and they were coming around us. And I was like, Gunner, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And he was like, you're okay. You're okay. And he's holding my hand, like, brushing my hand and like, we're fine. We're leaving soon. We're leaving soon. As soon as we walked out to the gallows, it got worse. And I had to walk away. Like I had to leave the tour and come back. Kayla, I'm so, okay. I, I wonder if this is connected to some type of past life of yours, if you have a relationship with the gallows in some past life, because this has happened to you, what, at three different jail gallows now? Oh my God. I didn't even put two and two together. Yeah. Because it, is it not, it's not necessarily happening in other places, is it? Because if it is, then maybe you're just really sensitive. But if it's specifically when you're at these locations, maybe it is what Sabrina is saying. Like there's some tie, there's some connection where your past life is coming through or like trauma from that life is is seeping through <laughs> natalie in the chat just asked, was like what if she was the executioner <laughs> oh, no. No. there's no <laughs> way you sound way too sweet to have a past life like that in this life i i have no idea like there's only the only other place where i had the experience was at the church that was converted into um, a theater and that was in the west it was when i was really young and the deacon was having an affair with the pastor's wife and she was hosting Sunday school and the pastor burned the church down with the deacon, the woman and the seven children inside. And so oh I went, God. when you did the ghost, oh, no. they had us put our hands against the wall and like back up and put our back and hands against the wall. And he's like, I'm not going to tell you anything about the location. And so when we were standing there, I heard like four or five organ tones I heard children crying. I heard a woman screaming. I got really hot and I felt this ball oh my gosh. kind of go from my neck all the way down. And it sat at the small of my back right above like my bottom. And yeah. Wow. So you are just, it sounds like you're very open and in tune, especially when you're in these places of like intense emotional and mm-hmm. traumatic experience. Yeah, it's, I haven't, I never even put two together with all the hanging sites I've been to. So that's creepy. Um, I've also had like dream visitations and. Um, oh my gosh, yeah, Kayla. I, I'll send you guys a whole email. I've been putting it off. I've been listening Please for like three do. years now. 
Wow. (laughs) Yes. Please email them to us. We're so glad you're safe and okay after that accident. I can't. Oh my gosh. It sounds horrifying and terrible. And I'm just so glad everyone's okay. Yeah. Someone in the chat was like Kayla's story. And it was like all of these emojis that were like scary crying. And then it's like Kayla telling it. And it was like, angel smiling. (laughs) like So sweet. I like, I can't help but laugh about it. Like, it's just, they're great stories. And, you know, I wasn't hurt. So no one was hurt in the accident. Everyone's fine. Yeah. Um, if anyone needs a car, get a Kia Sorento. They're fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, you yeah. have some advice in the chat here, which Natalie said oh. to, to carry some br- black tourmaline for protection. So perhaps you should start carrying that crystal. Especially if you go to haunted places. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll definitely, I'll definitely do that. I usually have a, a clear quartz ring that I wear, and of course, all of these times, the one times I wasn't wearing them. So, mm. oh, yeah. wow. there you go. Power of crystals. Thank you guys for letting me share. I'm so honored. Thank I'm you. <laughs> Us too. This is the best night of the week. Oh well, thank you. Guys. And you connected so many stories together. Like Sabrina just. Just research Lavinia Fisher. I just did I for that when you're like bringing it all together. Yeah. Hey, what Bring can it I all say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good like that. Well, thank you guys. Thank you, Kayla. Thank you. It's funny because I had purposely not told Corinne what I researched because I was excited. And you were teasing it like five minutes before we started. Truly five you minutes will before. Be so excited and you just said, I'm not gonna look at the Excel. I want to be surprised. And yeah. the universe had other <laughs> <Surprise>. plans. <laughs> now Corinne knows I'm but excited because I'm so I, I yeah I know I mean I've been to the the Charleston Joan we've talked about mm-hmm. the inn and and she's just such an interesting and scary wo- woman <laughs> so yeah there's a lot it'll be interesting to, her. to yeah hear you tell tell it on the next full episode we post not Yee. this Sunday but well two weeks from now on April 17th yeah okay mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring up Christian and then I'm going to bring up Rebecca. Rebecca and her oh. tales of skinwalkers and rings. Yes. Rebecca Copas. <laughs> like, what? what? I'm scared already. Scary. Okay. Christian, you're up here. <laughs> hey, y'all. Yeller. Hi, Christian. Hi, y'all. Hello. Okay. Uh, sorry, I'm a little nervous. The first time I've been up here. No, it's okay. Welcome. I like <laughs> pooped my pants with fear the first like five times we ever did this. So <laughs> it's okay. Understandable. <laughs> it's scary uh, public speaking. Yeah, especially when you live in a small town. Well, small towns are most infamously haunted. So is your town very haunted? Uh, old haunted school, uh, haunted church, haunted barn, haunted skate park. Yeah. Pretty much everything. Yeah, yeah every attraction there. <laughs> yeah, it's in the middle of Ohio. But uh, I've actually got multiple stories, uh, some more recent, including one from last night, uh, seeing angels and a demon, uh, possession of me and my girlfriend. What? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Anyone y'all want to hear? Because I was already writing an email to y'all. Okay. Can we hear? Okay. I'm going to choose. I'm going to say possession of you and your girlfriend followed by the angel story so that we can can maybe end a little higher. (laughs) Is the possession story the same as the demon story? What? No. <laughs> Christian. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. I'm wow. never going oh my to gosh. Ohio. It's just northwestern Ohio. It's okay. <laughs> but uh, Wow. Okay. Okay. I'm so excited. And then you have to email the other ones to us afterwards because I feel like 
now that I know what's out there, I need to, I actually need yeah, to Yeah, now that we had the tease. Yeah, you teased you us. the other stories. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll date back to the older one. Uh, my possession. Me and a couple of my friends had decided okay. we were bored at home. And there was this old quarry that it was trespassing area. Didn't really care. And so we go down there and my friend's like, oh, hey, look, here's an old semi truck that fell in the dirt trying to unload a bunch of rock or something. And I'm like, oh, cool. And it starts getting closer and closer to 3 a.m. And then they're like, oh, yeah, you'll find some weird shit down here. Sorry for the language. And I'm like, oh, what do you mean? And they're like, oh, there have been uh, human skeletons found. Back in, I believe, the 70s, a satanic cult went down into this quarry area and started doing rituals. And so I'm just like, oh, cool. I don't want to be here now. Yeah, so already there's an energy. Yeah, I had started feeling it because I I was just trying to figure out how open I was. My mom's always said that I was open, but I never knew how much. Mm -hmm. So we're going down in farther and farther. And I see there are a bunch of like red lines almost forming a pentagram on the ground. And I'm like, yeah, we need to get the hell out of here. Yeah. And it's like 3 a.m. at this point. Yeah, I did not like it. It just, I started getting sick to my stomach. So we run out of there and I start driving down the road. I've got one of my friends in the passenger seat and I completely black out. And according to my friend, I started speaking a whole different language. <gasps> oh, God, I'm <laughs> shook. Yeah, it- this I feel like this is happening so like everything's happening so quickly. You see this, it's 3 a.m. and then all of a sudden you're speaking a different language. Yeah, and I think by the time I actually got home, I ended up getting home at exactly uh, 3:40, and I was only like 15 minutes from home when it all started. Hard in. Wait, so what happened when you started speaking a different language? Uh, I ended up slamming the car into park, almost jacking my transmission up, and getting out of the car, walking into a field, and then falling on the ground, getting an upset stomach. Oh, my gosh. Wait, so how did this thing come out of you? Like, how how did you rid yourself of this possession? Was it just location-specific, and so when you got to your house, you were fine, or did something else happen? My best guess is as soon as I got to my house and kind of sat down meditating and listening to some... uh, meditation music with my mom it ended up leaving because i haven't really dealt with it other than my eyes going a little bit black when i get angry <gasps> wait no! i'm sorry <laughs> you what we currently i'm not okay what? so this still happens yeah my girlfriend can even vouch she's sitting right here <laughs> oh. <laughs> wait katie in the in the chat said you're legit possessed my dude <laughs> I think you need to have the crystals with you and be be cleansed and have the energy in your space cleansed. Probably. Probably. My girlfriend's had two possessions while she's lived down here. I wonder if it's the same spirit that has that was possessing you and if it's still around you. I've gotten two names from the ones from her. Uh one was named Alice. Alice. And, yeah. Okay. And the other one, uh, I don't even remember the name. I know you wouldn't. Because you like completely black out and start acting different. You were asking your 
little stuffy if you want if it wanted to play a game. <gasps> oh my gosh, Christian! So okay, Did, uh, anyone here have some holy water? We can send these <laughs> these people. <laughs> Christian, are Christian, you? Go- think- uh, when's the last time this happened? Are you? Have you guys tried to find like? some type of cleansing or uh i've done sage cleansings quite a few times uh meditation always helps it's almost under control when it happens on me at least mm-hmm. my family moved up here to ohio years before i was born and my grandfather was a full-blooded native okay so yeah your your family line is already like really connected and open with the spiritual that world most pagans and celtics i wonder too so like I'm just thinking about when in my house there was a ton of activity that would get sort of aggressive. Sage and lavender and cedar and all those things that we had didn't necessarily always work. But what always did seem to work was when we used the resins that you can smoke, white copal and uh, I think it's called tiger's blood. I wonder if that would be helpful, if that would sort of like rid it for a long time from your space i'd be fine with trying anything i've been trying to find people to help with it over here in ohio because it's hard to connect with people have you posted anything like that about this in our facebook group because i know there are tons of mediums and spiritual people who are like very spiritually connected who might be able to offer you some guidance i've posted a couple little things but nothing really asking for help like little guidance things but usually i just sit there and like meditate at night and I'll start seeing things come into the room, balls of light. I've seen family That's members good. that have passed just come into the room and go, Hey, you're fine. Calm down. Well, it sounds like you and your girlfriend are both fighting against whatever darkness there is. It's clear you guys are both stronger than the darkness and that's great. <laughs> All right. Uh, probably should go to the lighter note then. Yeah, yeah. Let's hear my angel, please. Let's end on the angel. <laughs> All right. Uh, last night, my girlfriend's currently laying in bed sick. Listen to the podcast with me, and we took her to the hospital last night to make sure she was okay. We're driving back. It's just about to hit three a.m. And my mom calls and says, "Hey, where are you guys at?" And I'm like, "Okay, we just got food. We're on our way home." And she's like, "There's an angel. There's an angel. There's an angel." Why are there angels lining the road? And I'm like, I don't know, but let's get out of here. And we get back to my driveway and we're just sitting there. We're gathering all our stuff, getting her calmed down from being in the doctor's office, a.k.a. hospital. And we look over and there's just this really tall figure with wings glowing, just like an angel's. Oh, in no, the road? in the field. Whoa. Oh, in the field. And. I have found multiple uh, things from native hunts, arrowheads. Uh, The one tree that I cut down in the woods back here, uh, I actually cut it open and it had an arrowhead and it looked like partly destroyed arrow in it. So I was like, oh, cool. I'm on native land. And then I found out the Shawnee Indians were actually here. Well, I wondered, I wondered too, like if, if it's, if it's connected both to the land and also to to you like your familial line is native to america so i wonder if this angel kind of recognized someone who is you know familial blood in a way and just wanted to make their presence known or also maybe this angel is sort of like the protector of the land and the people and the spirits that are still there it is possible uh 
we kind of ran inside after seeing it because we saw three uh, orbs that almost looked like they were on horseback as they started to go down the field. They looked didn't look like they were getting stronger. Wow! Oh, that's so that's so fascinating. I feel like you said this is an angel story, but I don't feel very comforted <laughs> by this. <laughs> Next part probably wouldn't comfort you because we walked, we ran inside seeing something standing in the field with red eyes. Uh, Christian, uh, I thought this was supposed Christian. to be lighthearted. <laughs> oh, we'll get there. Okay. okay uh, good. <laughs> so we walk inside and start relaxing. She's eating food mood and i'm like okay i'm having a beer and then i walk into my kitchen and i see my great aunt standing there and she passed when i was 16 years old and she's just standing there smiling at me oh okay that is nice and then we get up to our actual room and we look over and she's just like there's two people in here Uh and i'm just like okay neither of us are feeling scared are we and she's like no i actually feel pleasant and i look over and i hear a name in my head and i hadn't even told her this yet there were actually three that i could feel i heard one named randy and that was actually her uncle who passed a few years ago that she misses and comes in on her both me and my mom have seen him standing in her house and then I uh, wow. sense two people, one younger than me, and uh, one a little older than her. And all I could tell that they were related to her somehow. Uh, I wonder if what you saw in the field and on the road previously in that night was actually not something that was lighter and angelic kind of like what Sabrina was saying where she was like I don't feel very comforted by by hearing this and I wonder if when you guys returned to your home if your girlfriend's <laughs> family came through and and your relatives came through as sort of this protective force to to combat whatever was creeping in on both of you that is possible I have had some not so fun times watching animals almost turn human looking in the darkness all right well oh my gosh christian you have to email us more of your encounters and i really do suggest reaching out to our facebook community and maybe finding seeing if anyone is a medium or can help with um the demons that are around (laughs) yes it wouldn't surprise me i actually one of my mom's old friends uh just told me that he's practicing and I'm like, okay, well, let's see if you can feel anything. Come on over. Yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Use all of your resources, lean on everyone that you can for this, because it sounds like there's a lot of activity yes. around you and, and your family and your girlfriends and just like generally the town. So perhaps you're maybe in this sort of like paranormal vortex and I think it wouldn't hurt to, to have every, to try everything in order to protect yourself. Yeah. It no. doesn't hurt. Well, thank you. So- wow, thank you so much. Thank y'all. I am was not prepared for that. Unwell. <laughs> I am very I'm unwell. Where my crystals? <laughs> oh my god. Oh gosh. I'm I'm at least glad to hear that like meditation does help because I feel like that's something yes. that 
it's it's one of those things where you like have to practice doing it. It doesn't come natural to so many people, but I think everybody who does do it really always talks about like the amazing benefits of it and has so much clarity from it and just like generally feels a lot better. So I'm glad to hear that 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 is working for a Christian. Yes. We got, I'm cracking up Gabby in the chat goes, I'm a medium dot, dot, dot in clothing. (laughs) (laughs) I am curious if any of the mediums on here experienced or heard anything or had any spirits come through. Jason, who's a medium, had a message come through for both Corinne and I, which we read on the most recent encounters. And everyone in the chat kept saying that they were hearing EVPs too, that like, and I haven't heard the whispering. Trin, I think that this is the one I have to edit too. Oh, great. Oh, God. Well, honestly, not not to be like, I'm glad it's you, but I am because I had to edit the other ones that we had EVPs in. And I was scared shitless. <laughs> <laughs> I like did not sleep at all. Oh, so, my gosh. I'm sorry, but but it's your turn. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, um, maybe we'll have better stories after this. Okay, let's see if we can get Rebecca up here. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Sometimes the app just, like, deletes people. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, there we go. Rebecca. Also, I just opened the Discord and it's so funny how great everyone is at multitasking the Discord, the group me, the green room. People chat, are doing both and, at the same time. Talking. Everyone's doing everything. Oh. I'm like, Whoa. oh my gosh. <laughs> so many conversations all at once. Hi, Rebecca. Hey, how are you guys doing? Great. How are you? Well, I mean, I'm a little scared. <laughs> no, I'm so excited. So like I have this story. It might be a little bit long, but, um, so I have this story, me and my friends, we used to, um, like we all worked together so that like this story kind of includes like other people, you know, 
Um, so we worked together and like we would all like, you know, go on a ride after work because we were all friends and everything. So, you know, we hung out after work and everything. Um, and we would drive around the uh, mountains and like we live around the Appalachian Mountains. So like you guys know that uh, like the Appalachian Mountains have like a lot of history of like spooky mm-hmm. things and like different types of like, you know, skinwalkers, rake, you know. And um, so so we were just dry, like our friend Megan lives up there and like where we hang out at is like. There's like there's no service. Our friend Megan doesn't have any Wi-Fi. So like there's no way to contact anybody. But like it's kind of nice, you know, every now and then, because you know, you can get away. But anyway, so she was mentioning there was a graveyard like up next to her house, like on this gravel road. So, you know, we decided to drive up there. You know, we're hanging out. And um, as we're driving up there, like I noticed this building on the um, it was on the right. And it was known to be like an old witch's like house oh yeah so like apparently like an old witch's house and everything and up above it like a little bit further up on the mountain there was um the graveyard so we're driving up there and like my window's down i'm looking out the window and i see this like blue dot and it's kind of it's like the middle of summer so i'm thinking you know it might be like i didn't really pay attention to the color at the time i was thinking you know maybe it's like a lightning bug or something you know Mm mm-hmm and um, we're driving up there and we're sitting and it's me, my friend Hunter, my boyfriend Richie and Megan and um, Richie, you know, he I don't know how you guys do it, but like we're like, you know, from the country and everything. So Richie goes out to use the bathroom, you know, in the woods. <laughs> and yeah, um, of course, if you're yeah. in the ocean, you pee in the ocean. If you're in the woods, you pee in the woods. Exactly. Got it. Common got sense. It. <laughs> got it. But um, so we're sitting there and. I'm looking, you know, through the, I'm sitting in the front and I'm looking through like the um, front glass and I see two dots, like two blue eyes and mm-hmm. it looks, yeah. And it looks okay. like it's crawling on the ground coming. Like we're like facing the graveyard. <gasps> okay. Right? No. Yeah. We're facing the graveyard and like these blue light, like these blue like lights, it looks like eyes cause they're close together. looks like it's crawling on the ground. And I'm just looking because I'm trying to figure out what it is, you know, like I'm not trying to, you know, like freak out or anything yet. But then my boyfriend is like running back to the car like he didn't even have time to pull (laughs) his pants up. Like he did not even have time to pull his pants up. He was running and he was like, go, go, go. And my friend Hunter's driving like he takes off and we're like, what's wrong? What's wrong? You know, um, he jumps back in the car and like we're sitting there and he's like, I just seen something crawling on the ground in front of the car. Oh, in front of the car in front of the car and the crazy thing was like we had the lights off so as soon as he jumped in the car you know freaking out we flipped you know flipped the headlights on and everything and we didn't see anything and then we flipped them off and then there was the blue eyes again so you could you could only see the oh blue gosh. eyes in the dark oh my gosh <laughs> like so i don't really know what it was like my friend hunter like knows a lot about like you know spiritual stuff like that and he said th- he said it was like or maybe like a pr- like a protector of the graveyard maybe, but I don't know. But like yeah, you could only see it with the lights off. How big was it? Um, it I would say like maybe like five foot, like all the way around, like you know, all the way around diameter. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. It was just because someone in the chat was like maybe it was a kitty, and I was like, well, we gotta figure out how big this thing was. Yeah, the the like- thing was, you could see the you could see the blue lights. And, like, you could only see it with the lights off. So, we thought maybe it was an animal. Because, you know, like, how the lights reflect off the animal's eyes and everything. 
Right. But yeah, but the, the thing is, you can only see it with the lights off. Ooh, you know what I mean? Ooh. Right. Oh, it reminds me of that story, like scary stories told in the dark, where there was like the guy in the backseat of the car and the car behind kept flashing the lights. And every yeah. time he flashed his lights, the guy like ducked back down. But mm-hmm. in the dark, he like lifted back up and had a knife. I mean, obviously, this is. Yeah, like I just real life. <laughs> so yeah, it's terrifying. Like, I, I listen to you guys' podcast a lot. And I was like, I should really hop on Green Room and see if, you know, if they, their opinion, what it might be. Because like it freaked us out. And we've been up there like like we went up there twice, like at least uh, we've been up there a hundred times after it's happened just to see if we could see it again, you know. But like <laughs> I can't believe you went back out. For yeah. It. <laughs> Wait, have you have you seen it again? No. Okay. Not once. Well, that's good. Yeah, but like I was kind of hoping to see it just to be, you know. I, sorry, my dog is like digging in his bed. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> trying to hide from the story. He's like, I'm nervous. Dog. Mom, stop telling the story. He's <laughs> trying to self soothe no. right now. Yeah, it's crazy though. Like you can only see it with the lights off. And like That's it looked so like weird. it was crawling between the trees. And because I honestly thought it might have been like an animal or something, you know, like a right. raccoon. But what got me was not being able to see it with the lights on. Yeah. Did it ha- like was it shadowy in body figure? Or it what? looked like it was like it looked like like it was crawling on all fours, and it looked like it was like spread out. I mean, I really am picturing the rake. The ra- see, that's what I was thinking too, because I did a little bit of research, and it kind of that's what it reminded me of. But like, oh my gosh, it was so scary. Like, <laughs> I also love that your boyfriend just took off. Yeah, like, <laughs> like didn't even wait for you. Which is like, no, I'm like, out he, of here. Yeah, like he took off, and I was like, what is the matter with you? Like, <laughs> but yeah, it was so funny. He actually told um his part, like he told his version of it on. Uh, I don't know if you guys listen to it. It's called Scarecast. We've heard of it, yeah. Yeah, he listen he listens to that one and told his like part of the story on that. So maybe y'all That's could check so it out. That's so awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's oh awesome. My gosh. So but, growing up or, or or living now in the Appalachia, it's, do you also have the same sort of understanding? I've been seeing like on TikTok over the past year, everyone's like, when you live along the Appalachian Trail and like this oh, yeah, area, was you know that. not to like look at things and ignore things and yeah it's funny that you mentioned that because the graveyard was only like two miles from the Appalachian Trail dang yeah so like yeah everything that you see on TikTok is kind of accurate like there's something scarier (laughs) (laughs) yeah you definitely see some crazy stuff out there like I grew like I live in uh, I don't I don't care to say it but I live in like Murfreesboro Tennessee right now but I always grew up in um Green County which is like a town that's probably about 30 minutes past Knoxville or whatever. And like, there's the population, like maybe a thousand people. So there's not that many people in the town. Mm-hmm. And like, there's, you see all kinds of stuff. Like a bunch of my friends have stories too, but I have, like I told them to email you guys, but yeah, like there's all kinds of crazy stuff. I know um, wow. one time uh, my friend Hunter was talking about how he's seen like, red eyes like he my friend like I said my friend Megan lives in the woods like it's completely wooded on the mountain and he said he was like just you know they're sitting out there smoking and he was looking into the woods and seeing just red eyes like it's cr- like yeah all he seen was red eyes and he's like I'm just gonna go inside the house now Hell <laughs> no. yeah like wow. there could literally be I feel like a 500 part more series on just what happens along the Appalachian Mountains. 
Like it. Yeah. Like it's crazy. So scary. It's crazy. And there's this town um, in North Carolina. It's called Hot Springs. And like, there's like 500, 500 people total in that town. And like they just sit like so many people like criminals and everything travel the Appalachian Trail. And it's kind of good to bring awareness about it because some people will go out there and just hike and not be aware. <laughs> Angus, you stop it. He'll be um, <laughs> but, um, not be aware of the dangers that are out there. But yeah. yeah, like it's crazy. Right. Cause there, there truly have been murderers and serial killers who've, mm-hmm. who've just lived yeah. on the trail and not been captured for like, I think one guy went seven years living on the trail before. Yes. It's insane. And there's so many little towns like hot springs along the trail that, you know, they can just hop off and like, no one knows who they are. Like, right. You know what I mean? Cause it's such a small town. No one thinks to, you know, like, Oh, oh that's a God. murderer. <laughs> like, <laughs> Right. Corinne, there was a point in time where you wanted to go like hike the Appalachian Trail this. by yourself. And I was like, excuse me? No, you I don't. I had this like weird call. Yeah, you were being to, beckoned. Yeah, for like a few months, I was like, I got to do what? it. I'm going to quit my job and I'm just going to go like alone. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I, yeah, I totally agree. Like that's something you should do. But I definitely recommend going with like a group of friends, you know. Yeah. <laughs> also, I, there's no chance I'm going to make it. Like I don't like to be dirty. I don't like to <laughs> Like, I want to poop in my own bathroom. <laughs> I totally agree. I'm not going to do it. I'm not oh going to do it. Oh, my gosh. If, a, wow. if I see a spider, I'm turning around. I'm booking <laughs> yeah. straight to a hotel. Second Where's one. the nearest Ritz Carlton, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my so gosh. Funny. Well, Rebecca, thank you so much for sharing this yeah, story. No we hope you never see it again. And if, yeah, I'm curious to see if anyone else who hears this whether in the chat right now or when we post it on our feed, we'll have similar stories to share. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. <sighs> yeah, definitely not. I will not be accompanying you on this hike, Corinne. Well, guess what? I'm not going anymore. So. Good. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Happy to hear it. I'm going like a one, one day trail hike, but I also feel like I would want to go with locals. Like I would be yeah. too scared. Because also, like, to her point, you do hear stuff growing up along the trail and, like, everyone. I mean, think about all the missing persons stuff that you've talked about on the podcast before. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And even when we did our hiking buddies episode and different, like, various camping episodes and different triangle and kidney beans and and all of that stuff. There's so much that could happen. And also, just, like, even when you look at that heat map of missing persons meets the tunnel system in the United States. It's really scary. And there's huge clusters along the mountain range. I do love tunnels though. I would love to explore Don't. tunnels. <laughs> See, Safely. Part, we're not going together. Cause I know go into the tunnel and I'm going to wait out on the outside. You're not going to come out and then a, a rake or something is going to find me and eat me. <laughs> okay. Well, on to happier things, maybe. We're gonna I think goes, that's Tyler. one way to die, Sabrina. <laughs> it would be a good way to die. Hello? What? Oh, hi. Oh, my God. Tyler, hi. you gave okay. me an absolute heart attack. <laughs> oh, I did Sorry. not know you were on stage. <laughs> that's my fault, Chris. I, I was looking for, like, the unmute button, and I'm like, it's going to be sneaky. But, yeah. You were quick. Uh, first of all, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, thank you, because I got, uh, what's it called? Better help. I started using that. And my first session is. Oh, on you Sunday. did! Congrats! Yes. Good uh, luck. We're so happy to hear that. It was so helpful for me during the pandemic because my anxiety and depression was like all time high. So it 
it is really, really helpful. Yeah, I talk to yeah. Judy every week. Uh, also, oh, I live in Austin. That. So the day that oh. I saw it on y'all's story, I was like, oh, my God, they're going to South by Southwest. I'm going to see them. It's going to be cool. And then y'all were going to like the uh, what was the hotel? I forgot what it was called. The Driscoll. Yes. I went there with my friend, but we only went into the lobby. And then, yeah, she started getting lightheaded. So she had to leave. <gasps> she's oh. more like open. Yeah. No way. But so oh, what was I talking about? I had to write notes down because I was like scatterbraining. Oh, um, love it. You're prepared. So I have three that are like kind of scary and the one wholesome one. So I have an invisible man. It was like a reoccurring dream when I was in elementary school. I had a sleep paralysis demon. I didn't I don't really like remember a lot about that. So it's kind of like hard for me to talk about it. Okay. And then a ghost that I made mad. Uh, also a dream. That one was kind of freaky. Oh, I want to hear then, that one. Oh, you want to we'll hear that going. one? We'll keep going. Keep going. And then my wholesome one was, uh, it was kind of like our first family dog died. And then I had a dream that he was on my bed and he was like walking around and he was wagging his tail. And then he walked out of my room and downstairs. And then our new family dog came out like the same way. So it was like, kind of like he was leaving, but she's going to stay. It was, it was kind of like, oh, that. oh my God, I'm going to cry. <laughs> yeah, wow. it was like, I, I woke up and it was, I was kind of emotional because yeah. the, him leaving kind of like hit me later. Like I wasn't crying as much when he first died. Right. I just like, I went downstairs because I was going to let him out. And so I walked to his chair and I was like, oh man. So yeah. Uh wow. Well, so it sounds said, like a lot of your experiences happen in dreams. Yes. is And I used to have dreams where uh, they would come true, but it was really, like, specific. And it w- when I was really, like, young in, like, sixth grade, where I would have a, uh, a dream about a converse, like, a part of a conversation that was happening next to me. And then, like, three days later, I would hear it, and I'd be like, wow, that's cool, but oh, I don't really see how, like, I can benefit from this. <laughs> Maybe you're uh, time traveling in your dream. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I want to hear how you made a ghost angry. Okay. So this is the thing. So I was a bad kid in middle school. I think there's a lot of bad kids in middle school. So I don't know what exactly I did, but I had a dream where I'd be walking to the bus stop and there was like, it was kind of like third person point of view where I could like, I was facing towards myself. And then I could see something behind me in the background. So it it looked taller and older. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it followed me to the bus stop. It was a couple seats behind me on the bus. Each classroom that I went to, it would be like a couple desks behind me and then to the side. And it was basically like the same like path home. Like it would be behind me in seats on the bus home and like it would follow me to my house. Uh and I had a dream where, actually, this is all the same dream, but I was asleep in my bed and I could see myself sleeping. And the ghost or whoever was inside my closet and he would lean, he like leaned down and whispered in my ear, I know what you did. And then he slammed on the wall. Oh. And when I woke up, I don't know if my sister dropped something on the other side of our wall because the doors were together, but I heard a slam. So I was like, 
crawled over facing the wall in my bed. I'm like, I can't, I can't look like I'm scared. Oh oh and then God. I just like ripped the covers off and I looked around really quick and I was like, okay, I'm alone. But then I looked to the other side of my room and where I was sitting in my, uh, in my dream, my uh, desk chair was pulled out and it was facing towards me. <gasps> like and someone sitting I, in it? I don't know if or like, like you were, I, that, that you would yeah, like I was, there. I was sitting in my chair. Oh and yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I know that I didn't that you woke up and the fact that? that you woke up and there was the slam too. Like yes. in the moments where you truly woke, it was like the connection of what you were hearing in your dream and what was actually happening in reality was the same. Yeah. And so the room that I was in when that happened, it was really small and I had a big bed. So I would always push my desk chair in my desk because it would like slide under it. And then, oh, the dream I had about the like this invisible dude. Uh, so it was the same bed, but the uh, my closet uh, had the entrance to the attic. So it was really like I did not like my closet. So whenever I was sleeping, I would have a dream where something would like crack open the door to the attic just like a couple inches and then it would kind of like twist and bend down to get on top of my dresser and then it would climb down on the floor and it would just stand in the closet and I could you know how like when you look through the best way I can describe it is when you look through a piece of glass or like a glass cup and the image behind it kind of like distorts and everything and it looks like really bendy that's how I could see him it was just like the outline so I would run out of my room. Are you in this room, room right now? No, I'm actually in a hotel room right now. Uh, okay. But I still live in the same house. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I would run out of my room across the house to my parents' room. And if I made it inside the room, it would stop at the doorway. And then my mom would hug me. And then she would tell me to go back to my room. So I'm like, okay, this doesn't help. And then whenever, like, the second I stepped out of the, like, past the doorway, it would grab me, and then I would be back in my bed. So it was kind of just, like, that whole cycle. But sometimes I wouldn't yeah. make it to the room, and then sometimes I would make it, and it's just, like, yeah. Oh, that's so scary. But yeah, those are my what happened when you What happened when you didn't make it? Uh, It would just be the same thing. Like, I would I would see my parents' doorway, and I'd be running, and then I would, like, see his arms go around me. And then I'd be back in my bed. Well, at least you would wake up from it. I don't want to yeah. know. Oh, so scary. I know. And the fact that this is like just a recurring dream too makes it. And that it like crosses over from dream into reality where you're realizing that like whether it's your physical body or like your astral body when you're dreaming, like there is something truly happening. It's beyond just the chemicals in your brain making stuff up as you sleep. Like this is this is an encounter. Like there's something that's like creeping towards you and tormenting you and slapping your physical wall. Oh, Ugh. I forgot to tell you. I, I was kind of like writing everything down whenever I was uh, listening to who was before me. Cause she would say something and then I would remember something. But uh, in between, like when I wasn't sleeping, if I was trying to sleep, I had this uh, like all of my toys when I was in elementary school, they were in my closet and I would, mm-hmm. There was this one like robot. It was like a dancing robot and you can make like make it walk and pick stuff up. But if you didn't play with it for like 30 minutes, it would yawn and then it would go to sleep. So 
uh, like in the middle of the night one time, I just remembered it yawned really loud, like louder than it usually does. And my parents don't believe in ghosts or like anything like that. So I don't even tell them anymore. But I just like walked out of my room. I went downstairs to the couch. I like I slept on the couch and I was like, I'm I'm just I'm I'm not touching it. I'm not going in the closet. Uh, (laughs) And then I had a different toy where every time I was about to fall asleep downstairs, that toy had like a little siren and it would go off. So like just as I was about to sleep, the siren would go off. So I like I, there were nights where like I just couldn't sleep. I don't blame you. Oh but my yeah, gosh, that's, that's scary. Everything. So did your parents finally come around and be like, okay, all the toys are going <laughs> off. I guess maybe we believe in ghosts now. <laughs> no, uh, my dad was just kind of oh, like, I'm sorry, stop. Yeah, they like they still don't. Uh, my me and my dad like Supernatural, the TV show, and my yeah. mom's like, oh, that stupid show, that show y'all like. I was like, yeah, that's the stupid oh. show. Well, thank you so much yeah. for sharing with us. We, we hope this, whatever this thing is, is doesn't continue to torment you in your I know. dreams. Yeah. It's one yeah. Of I, think I'm, I, I think I'm, I think I'm good now. Oh, good. Good. Okay. Happy to hear that. Thank you so much, Tyler. Thank you, Tyler. You're welcome. We thank it. y'all for having me. Of course. This is reminding Sabrina, you have a lot of parallel experiences, I feel like, with Tyler in terms of dream. Like, like being really I've never had like, anything chase me and like that, which I'm grateful for. No, or like wake up and, and realize that what was happening in your dream was happening. Was real. And, well, I did have that. But, but I feel, yeah, yours are like a bit nicer and connecting with like yeah. loved, loved ones and whatnot. But it is an interesting thing to think about just in terms of dreams and people who experience things through dreams and what you can do to protect yourself in your like astral state like does the black tourmaline still apply if you're sleeping with it by your bed like does that still protect your astral being like there these are the questions i have and maybe we should ask all of the the like practicing witches and people on our two girls one ghost page who are you know mediums and more experienced yeah, because I have zero answers. Is That's something I have realized in life. I know nothing. <laughs> Ghosts are powerful, and they are queen. They are king. Yeah. They know everything. Well, that's been clear because I feel like every single time, not only is everyone haunted and everybody here, like, have a plethora of experiences, but the amount of activity that just happens as people tell their stories and, like, we're in the chat and people are commenting what they're hearing or feeling or seeing in their own homes too it's like yeah whoa it's freaking active oh my gosh oh we need to pick a topic yeah we need to pick a topic we need also, to pick a theme for yeah as, as people start putting topic ideas in the chat i know we didn't get to everyone we it's impossible to get to everyone in one hour but we want to hear all of your stories please come back next week to share we also really, really highly suggest that you email us your stories as well. If you email it to us and we read it on the podcast, great. But also you can email it to us and still come on here and tell it to us live. Yes. Yes. And double dip. Double dip. Do it all. Okay. We okay. Have what are, encounters, what are we forests, actual projection, imaginary friends, possessions, mirrors, near-death experiences. Ooh, creepy kids. You guys, we have a creepy kids episode coming out on april 10th that we did 
to cross over with Ladies in Tangents, the podcast. If you don't know who they are, they're fabulous and incredible. We're Our like first episode. <laughs> oh, we're like soul sisters. Our first episode with them is going to come out on their feed on April 5th. And then they're coming on to our show April 10th. And it's all about creepy kids. Yeah, it's so good. It's, it's so, so good. good. We're so excited. Okay. Dreams, okay. aliens, UFOs, near-death experiences, werewolf pets. Oh, my gosh. What do we choose? I was like, there's so many near-death experiences. But then I see Megan. <laughs> Megan's like, NDE, NDE, NDE. Oh, my gosh. Um Lexi oh okay wait Claire said what about loss of time and then Lexi said what about full body apparitions and then Alicia said what about haunted hometowns I feel like haunted hometowns is oh a good one right yeah I, I mean, mean all of these are but haunted hometowns like, yeah that's good I'm just trying to think about so if we have you know 200 people here what's what are we most likely to get a few people um, that sentence that I started, there was no way I was going to finish it with real English. Like, but like it was the yeah. it was me saying enough people have jobs, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's do haunted hometowns. I feel like okay. enough people will have it, and even if it's like the high school in your hometown or you know a local place that you had a haunting at in your hometown, I feel like that encompasses a lot of things. Yes. And yeah. Christina, I see you with your devil encounters. You know. I want that in the future. <laughs> Ooh, haunted trails is good too. Okay. Everyone keep these in mind for the next time as well. But I think we'll do haunted hometowns next week. And we then just screenshot this chat and, and use this to like feed our future topics. On we should create, Oh, we should create a discord all about suggestions Themes? for episodes. Themes? Suggestions. That's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. Okay. That's a great idea. Okay. All right. We'll see you next week to hear your stories of your haunted hometown. Yes. And Thank you, will. everyone, for sharing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just want to stay on here. <laughs> I know. I'm like, let's cut it. I'm trying to run over to all the group chats and see what Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. And we will see you on the other side. Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom. Join the conversation by downloading the Spotify Greenroom app and signing up for free. You can even use your Spotify info to log in. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all of the ghostly encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night, hence the campfire. Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join us for Campfire Stories Live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. We'll see you there. Very spooky. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 